Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. It's Monday, June 26, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Clute is here filling in for Adam B. Levine for your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, regulators, the latest headlines, and more. Just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin is slightly up since our last show Friday morning. But as Bitcoin does, it fell roughly 3% after Friday's one-year high above $31,300. Still, as we've talked about on the show, Bitcoin's roughly 20% journey up over the past 10 days began after asset management giant BlackRock filed to launch a spot Bitcoin ETF, with analysts signaling that it's greenlit a move from large institutional investors to push further into the space. On the topic of institutional investors, ProShares' Bitcoin Strategy ETF, a Bitcoin futures fund offered in the US, recorded its highest weekly inflow in over a year last week. The ETF allows investors to gain exposure to Bitcoin-linked returns with the regulated product. The latest holdings numbers show it holds over $1 billion worth of CME Bitcoin futures. Investors poured $65 million into the ETF in the past week, breaking a previous 2023 high of just over $40 million in April. The product did not see meaningful inflows in May and most of June, alongside a retreat in the price of Bitcoin. And it's not just ETFs. Bitcoin futures markets are seeing the largest money flows in over a year as traders are putting in their bets on price movements. Open interest, or the total number of unsettled contracts on Bitcoin futures, increased to over $11 billion over the weekend to their highest level since May of last year. All this, paired with $6.8 billion of Bitcoin and Ether options expiring on Friday, could lead to explosive price movement. Today's crypto market coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk markets analyst Lila Ledesma, Shari Amawa, and Amkar Kudbole. Bitcoin is currently trading at $38,386, while Ether is trading at $1,884 per token, according to the Coindesk Market Index. And shifting to traditional markets. In the US, it's much ado about nothing, with the Dow Industrial Average slightly down, the S&P 500 flat, and the Nasdaq Composite up just 0.2% since our last show on Friday. In Europe, the regional stock 600 is flat, London's FTSE 100 has gained 0.1%, and Germany's DAX looks comparatively strong, up 0.3%. In Asia, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index lost 0.5%, the Shanghai Composite lagged, losing 1.5%, and Japan's Nikkei 225 declined 0.3%. 
In commodities markets, Brent crude, that's the international benchmark for oil, experienced a muted run-up 1.9% since Friday, priced at $74.25 per barrel. Gold, meanwhile, lost slightly, changing hands at $1,940 per troy ounce. First Republic, our canary in the regional bank crisis coal mine, continued to show strength trading at $0.30, cents, a healthy 15% rise since last show. A reminder that First Republic stock opened the year trading at $121. Today's traditional market coverage draws from MarketWatch. Stay tuned for after the break and we'll take a look at regulators. Back in a minute. Welcome back. Circle, the issuer of stablecoin USDC, was a top depositor helped by a government-backed guarantee of Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB. That's according to documents sent by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, to Bloomberg under the Freedom of Information Act. These documents were not redacted for commercially sensitive data in an apparent mistake by the regulator. In March, regulators stepped in to protect creditors of SVB after it collapsed. Regulators argued the move was needed to restore confidence and aid the economy, but the bailout reignited a debate over whether the government was allowing and is continuing to allow financiers to take excessive risk. After Circle's exposure to SVB was revealed in March, USDC briefly depegged from the dollar before recovering. Circle's CEO told the consensus conference in April that the company has strengthened its infrastructure since the incident. Circle's recent USDC troubles just go to highlight the centralizing difficulties involved with pegging a cryptocurrency to a fiat currency. Coindesk's Jack Schickler has a story here. Our other top headline has to do with another regulator in the SEC and Binance. In pretrial proceedings on June 15th in its case against Binance, Lawyers for the SEC struggled to justify their request for a near-total financial freeze order against Binance's American arm, Binance US. Judge Amy Berman-Jackson, who is expected to oversee the entire case, was, as Coindesk's David Z. Morris put it, quote, "...palpably annoyed as SEC lawyers tried to fill the gaping hole in their allegations with wilting word salad." End quote. Verbal exchanges during the hearing add to the much broader impression that the SEC has overreached its mandate in its apparent crusade to destroy cryptocurrency as a technology and industry in the United States. It also adds to increasing signs of displeasure with these tactics from other parts of the U.S. government. For one, the SEC has already seemingly failed to convince the United States Department of Justice, which so far has declined to file parallel criminal charges against Binance or its CEO. As Judge Jackson pressed SEC lawyers during proceedings, it became increasingly clear that the SEC had, at best, circumstantial grounds for its requested freeze. She asked, quote, It's happening or it's not. It's kind of stunning to me that I've now asked this question to each of you SEC lawyers five times without getting a clear answer, end quote. SEC counsel replied with, quote, So currently the assets are not going offshore. We're not seeing any flows of money to outside of the United States, end quote. Coindesk's David D. Morris has a story here, and you can get the entirety of his spicy take on Coindesk.com, but in all, it appears that the SEC has overplayed its hand on its ongoing crypto crackdown, particularly in political terms. While the agency may be on solid legal ground on the letter of securities law, the argument that their approach is more generally flawed has begun to take hold. The thing is, unlike many things in DC, it seems that both Republican and Democrat lawmakers are questioning the SEC's approach. David Stake, which is one that I hold, is that this early exchange in the Binance prosecution captures a deeper problem with the SEC's entire agenda. It is based on a presumption of guilt and criminality, not just for one organization, but for an entire technology. I'm not here in defense of Binance or any crypto exchange. I'm here in defense of just legal proceedings. If you want to claim illegal offshoring of assets, the proof can't be, I just have a feeling, or trust me, bro, or I just made it up. 
This is a developing story that we will be keeping a close eye on. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. Today's episode was edited by Ryan. And for those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can send us an email at podcast at coindesk.com. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.